Rockley Photonics is the latest addition into our newly SPAC-driven stock market. The company debuting on the NYSE today. So let's go to New York and talk with the Chief Executive Officer, Andrew Rickman, joins us from Rockley Photonics. Andrew, congrats on the debut. First, explain to us what exactly Silicon Photonics is. You describe yourself as the global leader in this technology. Thank you, Oliver, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, very exciting day for us. Silicon Photonics is the optical analogy of microelectronics. So we're making chips that are processing, sensing, and communicating information optically as opposed to electronically. So optically, where then does your tech go? Are you selling uh, tech? Are you selling chips? Are you uh, acting as a service to uh, develop materials for consumer electronics? Where do you sit along that supply chain? Well, the, the technology has an extraordinary range of applications. It's a platform. But the biggest opportunity is in uh, health and wellness and, and healthcare. The ability with uh, a wearable to use the chip technology to shrink a benchtop instrument, a, a if you like, a, a, a clinic, mm. into your wrist, onto your wrist. And so we're able to measure a whole plethora of biomarkers continually using the optical signal coming out of the chip, shining into your skin harmlessly, and looking at the light coming back. And so we can monitor biomarkers such as core body temperature from your wrist, blood pressure, um, glucose, hydration, mm. lactate, alcohol levels. It's a, it's a complete revolution in terms of digital healthcare and insight into, into our health. Glucose, is this going to be targeting a market that has gone pretty digital in the uh, diabetes category for folks that uh, use products from places like Livongo, et cetera, to monitor their health? Is this potentially an alternative where uh, folks with diabetes could monitor glucose just through using a watch? Exactly. It's, it's a non-invasive technique. And the, the spectrum for, for glucose, which is just one biomarker, it's a very, very important biomarker, but it's just one biomarker that technology will measure. But it's a whole spectrum from understanding what's happening to your blood sugar level when you eat something, how it goes up, you know, how, it, how your exercise affects your blood sugar level. These are things that people are now fascinated about monitoring and being able to sort of tweak their lifestyle in order to be able to optimize their, you know, their health. Of course, at the other end of the spectrum, for those people, type 1 diabet diabetics and uh, type 2 are administering insulin, that's a longer journey for us in that particular area. Um, but all the, the parameters that we're able to measure here, we ultimately hope that we will be able to get FDA clinical approval for them. Hmm. Okay, so working on the FDA approval, what about your relationship with the providers of these products or you're not making a, a watch Andrew are you you're selling tech to be included no. in like an Apple watch exactly but in, in in those type of devices yeah so this this is a reference design device that we use for our human studies and to help our customers our, our okay. customers are you know the global leaders in in wearable device technology and wearable devices so yeah we're providing basically the mod the chip and module technology into those devices that that open up this this huge array of biomarkers um, and uh, and then the the software and the firmware and the algorithms behind that and we're also doing the, the data analytics uh, capabilities that we can license our customers doing that in the cloud as well. Hmm. Now, you've been working with uh, Apple for some time. That's correct, right, Andrew? Several years? 
I can't comment on any particular customer, okay. uh, Oliver. Okay, I'm reading an article that uh, says that, uh, I'll report the news then that I've read elsewhere that uh, uh, you've been in partnerships with that company. Uh, as far as uh, the sales though, I mean, uh, if we can't talk customers, how do we know where your sales are coming from? How's that gonna work? Well, I think the things that investors are interested in in terms of the company are the, what we call the human trials and qualification of each of the biomarkers. So we're on a roadmap now with, with these devices on those trials and we'll be reporting them over, over the course of time. Okay. In terms of customer information, we are going to be reporting more information about our customers as we go forward. And um, you know, this is some, these, these are things that obviously investors are focused on. Um, and we're gearing up for our customers to be launching their products in the market in the 2023 timeframe. So that means we're ramping in 2022 to get them there. Okay, that sounds like the translation is that the Rockley tech will be in smartwatches between 22 to 23. This is not a currently available product, uh, right? Exactly, we're working with our customers on designing into their generation that comes out in 2023. Okay, do you have any idea uh, what that is going to mean for profitability, bottom line for investors? Now that you're a public company, you're gonna be reporting earnings, right? These things are gonna become important. Is, uh, if, if we don't know the product to the price point, do you have any idea where that would be? Can you uh, give some insight into what type of growth are we thinking about? Because uh, it seems like it's a pretty nascent part of the process right now. Sure. The the um, the market that we're addressing is about a forty-eight billion dollar market. That's just for the modules. That's okay. not for you know the, the cloud analytics that we can also provide here. So it's a huge market opportunity, and we do see ourselves by the the sort of twenty twenty-four time frame uh, having about four percent of our sector addressable market, which would equate to to more than a billion dollars of revenue. Okay. All right. Uh, so plans uh, for a market that is big, that's in need. Uh, Andrew, what about what you want to do with the funds? What are you going to do to get yourself there? Is this going to be spending? What kind of team do you have built out already? Uh, do you have enough workers? Do you have enough machines to, uh, to build these products? Uh, that, they're great questions. It's, uh, the company's 250 people. It's been growing pretty rapidly. The majority of the team are in various facilities in California. We're a fabulous company, so we're using our foundry partners, but we own all of the process technology. This type of tech is not possible. You can't go to a foundry and, and get some semiconductor technology okay. and design this sort of stuff. It needed to be designed, the process technology needed to be built from the ground up. And so this field of silicon photonics, this is our third company in the field. We founded the very first company, which we took public on the NASDAQ, went on to be a, a world leader in fiber optic components for communications. And so the, this third generation process technology is very, very, very unique. And uh, um, that's, you know, that's a, a huge barrier to other people entering here. Um, the, our foundry partners are ready to go. They're all, they're all uh, appropriate for the volume uh, that we're addressing here. And um, as I say, we just, we're just ramping the whole process mm. um, with our customers, going through the trials with them, and going through uh, you know, the designing process to, to bring this tech into their products. Hey Andrew, just one question here on the previous uh, iterations of this silicon photonic tech. You were the chairman at uh, Kotura, which was acquired by Mellanox, uh, which was uh, then later acquired as well. Uh, I'm curious, uh, that was silicon photonics for a different application set, is that correct? 
Well, the, the, the first company before Katura was called Bookham. It was backed by Intel and Cisco. We took it, we took it public on the, the NASDAQ. It was the first silicon photonics company. And our vision there was for a very broad range of applications okay. from optical communications to optical computing to, to healthcare to automotive sensors and so on and so on. So what happened was that first generation actually got really focused into communications. You mentioned Katura, thank you. That got focused into communications. But this time around, things have moved on and you know the advent of the wearable mm. and uh, you know the simple things that it measures today really opened up this new opportunity for us, which is it's about a hundred times bigger than the communications opportunity in terms of our volume for silicon photonics. And okay. there really were two things that we had to do with this third generation. One was we had to completely re-engineer from the ground up to allow it to be able to go from kind of the communications market needs of, of millions of units a year to tens of millions of units a week that you need for the markets that we're now addressing. And at the same time, we needed a very different set or a broader set of performance parameters which we needed to develop. And uh, so this third generation platform you know, has really nailed the high volume manufacturing element and it's created this set of performance parameters which opens up this, this complete opportunity for us. Very excited to see where it goes and very excited uh, for the more, uh, information that uh, we'll be getting on clients and uh, the process for getting this into products going forward. Andrew, thanks for being here with us on the debut. Appreciate it. Thank you, Oliver. Have a great day. Thank Absolutely. you, everybody. You too. Andrew Rickman is the CEO at Rockley Photonics. RKLY is the ticker debuting today from the New York Stock Exchange.